and welcome to The Inside Dish, where we explore the culinary, distillery, and winery arts in and around the Lehigh Valley. I'm Heidi Stahl, host for your gastronomic tour of the region's amazing food and beverage scene. I'm here with Aparna and Barath on The Inside Dish. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having us here. Thank you, Heidi. You're uh, welcome. It's a pleasure, and thank you for having us. So you own Kumin and Eat, and that is located in Allentown, correct? Yes. Uh, it's near Donny Park, so it's in the uh, Donnyville Shopping Center, pretty much uh, near the exit. <laughs> right, but so as long as we can find Donny Park, we'll be able to find Kumin and Eat. And yeah. when did you guys open? We opened um, March 23rd, 2020. Right. Three, three yeah, three now. years and. Yeah. Oh, okay. So right after COVID, or I mean, how did that? What? That's right when COVID hit. That correct? was the day they stopped dinings. The when day you opened was the day they stopped dinings. And how yeah. did that play out for you? Initially, we thought it was bad, but what happened? What ended up happening was we, of course, we didn't have that much sales because people were not coming out with all these uh, COVID fears. But we turned it out and started donating food to uh, the local hospitals all the first responders. So that kind of uh, kicked off a domino effect. Okay. And then people in the community started noticing it, and they started coming out. And one person, I still remember, he walked in like the first week we opened, and he's like, the only place you can go from here is up. Okay. And so far, it's been good. Okay. So Kumin and Eat is an Indian restaurant. Mm -hmm. Tell me, how did you come up with the dishes? Where are they based from in India? Tell our listeners a little bit about what they can expect. Cumin and Eat, I would say, is a multi-regional place right now uh, where you get, I wouldn't say it is um, adhering to a certain part of India. We have picked dishes that people are aware about. So, for example, from tikka masala to korma, these are dishes that people know. And we've also infused a few dishes that are not well known either. For example, there's a dish called chetinad. Uh, it's a sauce that's not very prevalent. It's probably very regional, but that's a sauce that you know is made from the part of India we come from. Okay. So we want to uh, you know showcase certain dishes that are not very uh, popular. At the same time, you know it's a business, so we have to have dishes that are well known, and you know and kind of experiment with the other dishes too. So most of them who start with uh, cumin and eat, they always. I would say the major sellers are samosas, the chicken tikka masala, the garlic naan, for sure. But now uh, we try to steer away people from the regular ordering. So we say, like, try something else. So we kind of tell them what, like, the pairing. There are different breads that, you know, can go with certain dishes. And also we have, like, uh, crepes. They're not sweet, they're savory. So they're called dosas. They're also from a part of India that we come from. So we try to um, see kind of blend both okay. the known and the not the unknown. unknown okay exactly so if a listener hasn't had indian food before they can absolutely call and get a recommendation from you guys as to i like lamb or i like vegetarian and you can give them some traditional things that we've all heard of chicken tikka masala to something you know maybe we can't even pronounce but that's okay yeah, so exactly. they'll call you and you'll still, give them yeah we still do get phone calls like that like we've never ordered food before but what would you suggest what would you recommend so she's on the phone with them i'm on the phone with them we talk to them find out what kind of a sauce they like and then like you said what kind of protein they like if it's vegetarian if it's vegan there are a lot of options so that's great we can walk them through and you know make sure that they get what they want 
Okay. So we can, you take the uncertainty out of it, especially if people haven't ordered before, which, you know, when I was new to it, I had to get some, some inside information as to what, what I would like. And, you know, I love to hear that we can ask those questions comfortably. Absolutely. Yeah. If you have any concerns, you can let us know. You can let us know what spice level. We can ask you, like, do you like it creamy? Do you like it robust? Do you like it sweet? Like, what exactly are you looking for? You know, what is your uh, liking? Okay. And we customize it according to that. And uh, we try avoiding cross-contamination because there are a lot of allergy concerns at this point. So we do, um, you know, when people call and tell us, like, if we have tree nut allergies, I have, you know, celiacs, so we try to make sure there's no gluten in the food. So, you know, if people are able to tell us what exactly is their concern and their liking, we should be able to cater to their needs. That's great. So you mentioned spice level. Talk to me about the different spice levels and maybe where we should start out if you're trying it for the first time or if you're new to Indian food. We go from zero to four. Okay. As far as the spice levels go. Four being? Four being you're going to burn starting after the meal till tomorrow morning. Oh, I like that <laughs> description, though. That's the type of level of the spice I like. Yeah. So... Um, what we recommend is like a two, where you're tasting all the spices in it, and there's also a little bit of kick. But um, if this is brand new to you, if you never had Indian food, probably start off with a one, okay. and then work your way up is what I would suggest. I mean, we have customers, regular customers who come there, and I've seen them gradually go from like a one all the way to a three. And as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, somebody walked in and said, how much spice would you eat? They asked me. I said probably like a seven out of a four. A seven. So we can, so four, it goes to four, but if we know you, we can get a seven yeah, at some can, point. You, you can get a seven at some point. You have to sign a waiver, but yeah, you can. Um, but yeah, he tried it and he loved it. Wow. I did not know it went all the way up to seven. Now I have something to work towards, so okay, I love it. <laughs> and we can work through the menu with, you know, we start with the regulars. And then, so what is an exotic dish you would recommend? Or something that, you know, once we've gotten past the normal tikka masala and the naan, what would you recommend? The exotic dish, and I would say a dish that has pretty much all the Indian spices, is the chetinad. We call it, it could go well with either vegetables or chicken, lamb, goat, it could pair with any protein, even chickpeas for that matter. So anybody who's looking to get the taste of true Indian, South Indian flavor would be a chetinad. It's pretty exotic and there's a lot of work that goes into the sauce as well. And it is paired with a bread called barota. It's a pastry kind of bread. It's not sweet, but it's flaky and it's cooked on the grill. So that and the chatinad would be a sure dish to try. So okay. yeah, if you are past the tikka masala, we have about nine sauces. Nine. We made our menu quite simple in the sense he's the one who came up with the layout. We have a protein that you would like to pick and all the sauces just to make it simple. So you can actually try out all the nine sauces, I would say, and see which one you like the most and just probably again rework on that again so we need a, a kuminani dine around your menu and yeah. you just start <laughs> how many different proteins do you have there so tell our listeners what they can what their options are for the meat we have lamb we have goat which has bone in it chicken um, fish shrimp and for the vegetarians we have mixed vegetables which has carrots peas potatoes cauliflower beans uh, beans chickpeas by itself and lentil options. Lentil. Okay. Lentils. Yellow lentils. So you have something for everybody. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And who is doing the cooking? Certainly not both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so it varies, right? So there could be a lot of people. No, you know. we have trained chefs from India. Oh, wow. Uh, so they do the cooking. So we manage the front. We give them recipes. But everything is done by, like, qualified, trained 
awesome. culinary chefs from India. So they do the cooking. And are there specials that we can look out for? Does the menu change? The menu is set, but okay. what we were doing and which we probably will start doing um, in the summer is do like weekly specials. Okay. We used to have like hump day specials where going back to what she was saying, items that aren't available locally here with any of the other restaurants, we started doing them as specials. For example, uh, like we, regional dishes. Uh, yeah, we have like a, a fish, like a whole fish that's cut oh, wow. up and fried, uh, not deep fried, but cooked on the griddle. And that's something that is hard to find in the local area. Probably if you go to New Jersey or something, you could find it, but nothing here. Stuff like that. We still we used to do all through the summer, and then we started opening up seven days a week from this year on. So she said that was the only special they're going to get. But I'm trying to work with her to see about getting the specials back on. Maybe like I said, summer, we'll start doing it. Okay. And how can people find out about you? Can you tell me what your social media is and your phone number so we can make the call to you know get some recommendations or to possibly make reservations? Where can we find you? The easiest way to find us would be to call us because that really gives us the right dimension of what they're looking for or, um, you know, for either it's for reservations or for catering or is it for uh, takeout. So I would always say just give us a call because we like the one-on-one baby and we talk and we know what exactly you're looking for. We are on Facebook. We are a little old school, so we still like to stick to the phone right now but we always post the specials on facebook and on google so that would be the two um, social media links that people can follow but always give us a call and we as a restaurant i know we run a restaurant but we would like to have a personal relationship or a one-on-one with everybody so and we also do um, a lot of caterings that have uh, dishes outside the menu so always just give us a call and we'll be more than happy to uh, answer can you give our listeners a phone number? Yes, it's 610-351-0343. Okay, so you mentioned catering. So you do catering for large groups, and you also have a special area in your restaurant, too, for large parties. Is that correct? Yes, that is right. The catering we do uh, for weddings from, like, five to 500 people. Wow. Not a problem. Um we do that and like you mentioned we also have a party hall that fits about 35 to 40 people where we get food fresh right there hot steaming and uh yeah and like Aparna was mentioning the catering menu is something that's some that's something that we can work on it's not what is on the menu but anything that's even outside if somebody let's say for example we don't have lamb rogan josh on the menu somebody tells you that you know hey it's a great dish you should have it for your party Yes, we can absolutely do that. That's not a problem. That's awesome. That's great. I love the flexibility. Exactly. Customization with the spice levels, different dishes. So it's all about, you know, we are open to uh, experimenting also. That's great. If people want to dine in, what do they need to do? Do they need to make reservations or can we just walk in? At this point, we are only doing dine-in by reservation. And I know a lot of people ask us, uh, why do we do it? And, you know, most of the times the tables are empty. And why can't we be seated? So I would say there is a little bit of a story behind that. We started out as a takeout restaurant, and COVID has changed the uh, model of business. So we are mainly a takeout joint at this point. So we would like to give the same importance to takeout and dine-in. We have wait times about an hour sometimes during the weekend where, you know, we would like to get the food out to the customers rather than, you know, focusing on dine-in because we feel it's not ethically right 
to just have people sit and you know dine in when we have people waiting at home for the food for an hour so we try to strike a balance between both and you know the tables might seem empty but our kitchen is full so that's the reason we do it it's our own business so why would we say no to people it's because we want to follow a certain way of doing our dine in so people call ahead at least on a weekend if you could give us a call earlier at least an hour or a couple of hours ahead it helps us plan or we tell you like it's a little crazy at this point so would you mind coming in half hour or 45 minutes later and in the morning still um you know and now we're doing 7 days so we have our staff on rotation so we want to make sure that uh, the quality of the food is maintained and we are not overwhelming them so again dine in helps us and it's either one of us all the time so and when you come to dine in we don't want to be a restaurant where we, you just come you sit you order you know once your food is here you leave we would rather like to know you know about you what do you like where are you from how did you hear about us what dish you like so to talk we need the time as well so if we are going to have like a complete dine in like completely flocked we would not be able to talk to anybody so i would like to know what's your name or who recommended you stuff like that so it gives a one on one experience and you feel like you went to a friend's house to eat rather than not a restaurant So that would be something that we are trying to uh, achieve at this point. That's wonderful. It's yeah. very thoughtful. So we recommend calling if you want to dine in for reservations and you know call especially on the weekends maybe give you an hour or even longer to plan because exactly. every dish is really thoughtfully made. So where is your other location? Um that was the first one we started it's in Secaucus, New Jersey. Um right on uh, Hudson. Okay, similar menu? the same exact menu. Okay, great. Yeah. A little more because okay. we have a bigger kitchen and a bigger place there. There, yeah. And there you don't need reservations. You can just walk in. Same so. name, Kumanini. Kumanini. Okay, yeah. so we can get you in Secaucus, New Jersey or Allentown here yeah. for Kumanini and thank you both for coming on the Inside Dish. Thank you so much, Heidi. I'm Heidi Stahl and this is the Inside Dish.